G'day and welcome to Partake Glimpses Stories, where we see together how Jesus is alive today, working in people's lives in different ways, and is totally relevant to the world today. Some 2,000 years after he walked the earth, died on a Roman cross, rose again from death to new life, and ascended to the right hand of God the Father. Today we welcome back once more Jim Ellis, an experienced pastor, and he will be relating to us a situation where God undoubtedly helped someone and showed the relevancy of Jesus Christ to them. So over to you, Jim. Oxford is a wonderful city and famous for its university and a certain athletic track. Ipley Road, Remember what happened there in the month of May 1954? The famous Roger Bannister broke the first four-minute mile there. I was a very keen athlete in my distant youth and was going to emulate Sir Roger Bannister, as he is now officially known. Well, that's a joke, of course. <laughs> However, running became a god to me, and God was given a the God was given a very small place in my life until a, my wonderful conversion in 1963. My life was really turned around. A number of years later, in my capacity as an evangelist, I was training churches in personal evangelism, and I was invited to Oxford, not to a running track, but to an evangelical free church. My mission was to encourage this church and lead them out in reaching out to their neighbourhood with the gospel. I was asked to speak to the church on a Sunday afternoon to address those who were interested in this venture. As I spoke that afternoon, I was very conscious of one particular lady who didn't appear to be enjoying my talk. In fact, she looked rather grim, and at times totally disinterested. I tried to look elsewhere for encouragement. I was very encouraged by the response from other people present, as I spoke about the person that God uses in evangelism, a person who is fully yielded to Jesus Christ. At the evening worship, I was also the appointed speaker, and the church was pleasantly filled. The church had an overhead projector and a low screen on the platform which could not be raised on this occasion. So I made the decision that we would sit to sing the hymns, so that all would be able to see the words on the screen. I didn't want to sing solo that night. I preached that night on the famous words of Peter and John in the book of Acts. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. It was very well listened to, and following the address I had chosen such a well-known final hymn, I suggested that we all stood up to sing the last hymn, either we couldn't very well sit down to sing Stand Up for Jesus, could we? But following the benediction, I went to stand at the door to shake hands, as all visiting preachers do, and suddenly there appeared to be a buzz of excitement. What's it all about, I wondered. A deacon approached me and said they had been praying for the healing of a certain lady who could not walk to the church. He then said excitedly, Tonight, during the service, she was healed. I was then taken to this lady. Would you believe it? It was the same lady who I'd seen in the afternoon who had looked so bored and so disinterested. No longer did she look bored, but there was a broad smile on her face. Well, you see, it was when you preached the words from the Bible, Rise up and walk, 
I felt strength coming into my legs, and it was wonderful, but frightening. And then I heard a voice from within me. I knew it was God speaking. You must stand up during the last hymn. Oh no, I thought, we're not standing for the hymns tonight. I was afraid. Imagine how I felt, though, when you said, We'll all rise for the last hymn. <gasps> what a sense of relief came over me. And I did. But do you know what? Strength was coming into my legs. And I'm healed. Later that night, I went to a further meeting of praise in a house. And would you believe it again? Outside the church, she was getting into this minibus like a two-year-old. She was hungry and thirsty. She wanted to know more. She was not bored. She wanted to have more of God. Isn't our Lord wonderful? He knew we would stand for that last hymn. I had not invited any person to the front for prayer. I'd simply preached from Acts chapter 3 verse 6. And of course you know in Romans 10.17 we read, Faith comes through hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Greek for word in this verse is rima which means the living, active word, as it's again found in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. God's word came alive for this woman, for sure, and together with the Holy Spirit, beautifully healed this lady twofold, physically and spiritually. Our part, though, in this sort of situation, to listen, recognize his voice, and respond for his glory, and his praise. If you have found this resource helpful, please do visit us at www.partakers.co.uk and let us know how it has helped your own journey of faith. Thank you.